Savary Cup and welcome here to the Funkit Pod and to a new episode here for mindful media and communication as part of the Funkit Pod. So I'm glad you're here again and today, well, trying to delve a little bit deeper into the quite often captivating world, I, I'd say, of advertising and its somewhat profound impact on consumer behavior, on our behavior. So join me as we embark on a journey to explore, well, yeah, techniques, theories, and also, because I think it's important, ethical considerations behind advertising campaigns that shape yours, mine, our perceptions, influence our decisions, and let's be honest, sometimes might even redefine cultural norms. So get ready to unravel some of the secrets of persuasive advertising and gain a bit of a deeper understanding of its role in our lives. To start things off, I figured we'd talk a little bit about the influence of advertising on our slash consumer behavior. We know that advertising is pretty omnipresent in our lives, right? It's constantly vying for our attention and attempts to shape our behavior as consumers 24-7. I mean, now, today, the new, the new IG app, Threads, just dropped. And there's another app where, where brands will now vie for our um, attention. It's, it's never going to stop. So let's delve a bit deeper into how advertising influences our perceptions, preferences, purchasing decisions, and so on. Yeah, one key theory that sheds light on this phenomenon is what we call the cultivation theory. And we talked about this theory on a previous episode a little bit. So you can see it's, some of the theories are coming back again because they're, they're, of course, used in different forms of communication. So this theory suggests that repeated exposure to media messages might shape someone's perception of reality. It is theory becomes quite relevant when we consider the impact of advertising on, let's say, societal norms and values. Yeah, take, for in, take for instance the, the powerful influence of beauty standards, which are perpetuated by the advertising industry, right? Through those carefully curated images, those flawless models, IG influences, aspirational messages, and so on, advertisers, they shape our perception of beauty. And they, they create a desire for products, of course, that promise to help fulfill those ideals. And so the social learning theory is another one that, that also comes into play here. It's like, um, if you observe and then imitate the behaviors and lifestyle that are depicted in ads on IG, maybe now also on threads, and then we internalize them as the norm. So it's normal for us to behave like that, to use those products and so on. So the cultivation theory is, is one, right? But also the social learning theory. There are many more. I'll just mention a few again. If you're curious about more of those theories and how they actually work and so on, come join my class, of course. Now, I don't want to make this just a lecture at the podcast and we only, I try to keep it between 10 and 15 minutes each episode, right? To keep it short. So let's look into some of the successful ad campaigns and how they use persuasive techniques, okay? So if you dive into to this, this world of those most successful campaigns um, and look at the techniques they employ, we can maybe look at some notable examples to see, well, how does this actually work for them, 
right? How did they capture our attention? How did they drive us to take action? And one technique that many ad campaigns use, of course, or try to utilize is, of course, the emotional appeals technique, right? That taps into our feelings and, and aspirations to create a strong connection, if you will, with the brand, with the brand or the product. Just, just consider like the, the, a very iconic one, the Just Do It campaign by Nike, right? Everyone knows it. Even though I'm more of an Adidas guy because I'm from Germany. Um, but so the, the Just Do It campaign by Nike is, of course, pretty famous, right? And through very powerful storytelling, gotta give it to them, and very ins inspiring narratives, Nike creates a very emotional bond with its audience. It urges them to embrace their inner strength, pursue their dreams and so on. That's very cool. It's very nice to watch, right? Um, one of my favorites from Nike is like with a youth choir that, that, that um, sings a song about Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, like I'm the greatest, like just Muhammad Ali quotes. It's, it's very inspiring to me. And this campaign or those campaigns by Nike, they demonstrate the power of emotion storytelling and its ability to drive consumer behavior by just associating the brand with empowering experiences yes that's that's pretty cool it always works if you think about it maybe it's on nike for you but you might have other brands that do that to you or for you yeah the narrative paradigm theory that we that we can see here helps to understand how storytelling actually influences again our beliefs our actions and how it shapes our perceptions of the world because okay, so those those narrative narratives they 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 shift paradigms They explain how we should feel by, again, ap appealing to our emotions. Another, another influential technique that's used in advertising, and you know that one, is social proof, of course, where advertisers leverage the influence of others to convince us of a product's worth, right? It's, that's, that's what we see all the time. Testimonials, endorsements, um, user-generated content, just a few examples of how this social proof thing is employed in advertising, right? Influencers are being used all the time. And here we can use the social identity theory again, which, which then helps us to understand why we are influenced by others, by, by their opinions, by their experiences, and so on. Yeah, because we, we seek to conform to group norms and we feel a sense of belonging. So this social identity theory explains why We as people want to belong to a group. We want to be part of a group. That's why we want to wear this brand. That's why we want to go to that concert. That's why we want to be part of, of an, of an in-group, so to speak. That's how we call it in, in media theories. There are in-groups, there are out-groups. And us as people, as social animals, we want to be part of in-groups, of course, to some extent. Okay? So that's the, the social identity theory that also plays into that. But enough of those theories for, for just a moment. Because, well, we understand how now advertising uses those theories. We've seen, like, an, <coughs> pardon me, an example with Nike. But, and we see how powerful it is, right? So let's also take a step back for a second and just look at some of the ethical considerations that I believe advertising should also obey to if you want to. Because if you explore the world of advertising, I think it's super important to address ethical considerations as well. Yeah, those are always surrounding advertising practices, in my opinion. Advertising plays an important role in promoting products and services, 
I think it's also very essential to ensure that it's done in an ethical way and responsible. Ethical and responsible. It goes hand in hand in my opinion. So the concept of truth in advertising is very central here in my opinion. So yeah, we should emphasize the importance of accuracy, <coughs> pardon me, transparency and the avoidance of misleading or maybe even deceptive tactics. And that's easier said than done. Because then, of course, if brands work on ads, they don't necessarily want to always put the truth out there, right? You also understand it because their livelihood depends on it. The amount of... <coughs> Pardon me one more time. The amount of money they're making depends on it. So, yeah, ethics, very important, but unfortunately not always being... I know, applied in advertising. Additionally, those ethical considerations, right, they extend to issues such as, for example, target marketing and like potential impact on, let's say, vulnerable populations. You can target on TikTok, you could target teenagers, kids, for example. Right? With, with like gambling stuff, you could target people that are very prone to, to things like this. So, yeah, I think ethics are important and I think we must really critically examine advertising practices that exploit insecurities or maybe even like perpetuate like harmful stereotypes. Here we can also look at the cultural studies theory again, which helps us analyze how advertising can actually reinforce or maybe even challenge existing power structures and social norms. If so if you apply a critical lens, you can uncover I think underlying ideologies and biases embedded in advertising messages. We talked about it in episodes before that every message, every content created has an agenda. The same with advertising, of course, right? So if we can uncover those hidden messages, we A, we understand them, but B, we could maybe even help raising awareness about those. One other one would be that we could explore would be the concept of subliminal messaging. And it involves the use of very subtle cues or maybe even stimuli to inf influence our behavior without actual um, conscious awareness. Yeah, while that's quite controversial, ethical implications of the subliminal messaging raise, of course, lots of questions. And I just, you know, dramatic break here because... If you just think about it, right, if you influence someone passively without them actually noticing, of course that should raise questions. A question about consumer autonomy, for example, potential manipulation of our subconscious minds. Yeah, that's, I think, pretty crazy. And while it might sound like, hey, that's so, that's so cool, that's a smart way to influence someone, yeah, but is it really the way you should do that? Yeah, ethical considerations here. And that's something I think that's, that's missing in modern-day advertising quite a lot. Another theory that, we, that I just mentioned at the very beginning, just to, to wrap things up, the cultivation theory, of course, also in play here, because, again, what we said in the very beginning, repeated exposure to certain messages or images in ads can shape our perceptions and behaviors in ways we might not fully realize, Right? Because just you see it all the time, you're like, eventually you're like, oh yeah, maybe it's, that's a cool brand. Hmm. So ethics, people, ethics. 
Okay, but before I get too mad here, um, let's let's wrap things up a little bit. So in, in this a little bit more in-depth, if you want it real in-depth, again, join my class, um, Exploration of Advertising and its role in shaping consumer behavior. We shed a little bit of a light on like, I hope the intricate world of persuasive messaging, influential techniques, ethical considerations. If you understand those theories that underpin advertising and consumer behavior, we can navigate this landscape of advertising with hopefully greater awareness and what we talked about in the last episode, critical thinking. So as we move forward, let's always continue to question messages. I said it in the last episode, always question messages. You know that there is an agenda behind it. Challenge societal norms perpetuated by advertising. Support brands that maybe align with our values that, that, that show Ethic, that they have ethical consideration uh, in their messaging. And by applying those theories that we talk about all the time and those ethical considerations, we can become like more empowered consumers who actually make more informed choices. We resist manipulation and, well, we would actually contribute, I think, to a more responsible advertising landscape. So if you want to learn more about the fascinating world of advertising, its impact on consumer behavior, um, society, all those things. Yeah, keep tuning in. We go down this road a little bit more in future episodes. Um, so join join me on the journey, if you will, of like mindful media and communication practices. Already appreciate that you've been here today. I hope you're going to be here again next time. Uh, if you did enjoy this episode, it would be awesome if you would like it, share it, subscribe to it, maybe leave a review. It would be fantastic. Um, until then, I hope you're having a great day, night, wherever you are. Take care, stay safe, and Savadi Cup.